0: Yo, welcome to Top Trio. This is Rick Smith. This is our first episode that we're doing for Top Trio on our YouTube channel. So if you got opportunity, go go down below and subscribe. Um, We're very excited about bringing content on YouTube. We're trying to get back into video entertainment aspect. Uh, We fell away from that a while back, but right back on it. Uh, Top Trio is trying to, I guess, take over the world. (laughs) So tonight, uh, I had one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, his name is Jose, and before I let him talk about who he is and what, what he's about, this dude is the party animal, those are best parties, him and his crew, GNF, just the North Carolina crew, man, much respect to y'all. What's up, Jose?
1: What's up, man? How you doing?
0: I'm great, man. I'm happy to see your beautiful face, as usual.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you you always get it for free. <laughs>
0: yeah so one thing one thing great about jose is um he lives on the west coast and i'm on the east coast so only time that we have opportunity to talk is at 3 a.m so when i get up to go use the bathroom at 3 a.m i always have a nice message from jose <laughs> and then that turns into 6 a.m and then i have to go to work <laughs> so uh, but it's it's always a pleasure to have something to wake up to. Uh, I love the dude to do that. And it's great conversations. Uh, I enjoy the conversation I have with you, man, every morning.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that, it, it's always good, too, because half of the, I always forget the time difference <laughs> because of the fact that most people that I, you know, still talk with on the East Coast. If I message them at night, they respond later, to, you know, at yeah. a later time. But you're like the only person that you'll respond right away and you know it It never registers it's like oh yeah yeah it's like 6 a.m over there because you and I like you said we get into this like full drawn out conversation <laughs> like last night we went deep yeah and it wasn't even like meant to be deep it was supposed to be just like a little funny comment and then we went into a full conversation then it's like well wait why, why are we doing this right here three like o'clock use- in the morning
0: folks I'm in New York City. I'm trying. I have to. I have to drive back home at seven o'clock in the morning, and I'm up to seven texting this guy just wide awake. Like, so, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. But um, I wanted to bring him on because the one topic him and I talk about probably more than anything else in the world is AEW and just wrestling in general. That is an amazing shirt with Joey Janela. Somebody at the bottom, you got Blanca too. amazing shirt. That's amazing, I actually want to get the uh' cami and uh who's the other person on that shirt
1: oh uh Sheeta,
0: yeah, that's the one that I really want to get, but I heard that I, I sell them no more as of last wednesday or something
1: uh no they they extended it okay. I think uh, I think it's next wednesday uh yeah they okay. right now they have the one that Moxley wore and his yeah. matching uh archer yeah. which is uh moxley versus uh dial yeah. That was tight. I was like the fact
0: that they're doing that collab and Capcom's on board, you know, I'm not gonna go with detail how close about Capcom, but that's that's a that's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> yeah, what up
1: that's,
0: that's a that's
1: what up for them. Yeah, that's a whole
0: day talk. Uh, but yeah, so uh with Jose, uh, just I have a question actually, because I have a certain feeling about wrestling right now, but I wanna get your opinion on the state of wrestling in general. Just not AEW, but the state of wrestling as a whole.
1: Uh, So as a whole, I mean, I know uh, right now it's like pretty much starting to become a meme in its own way, but like right now really is a great time to be a wrestling fan because I mean, we all hear it, the uh, Forbidden Door has been open uh, for people that don't know that basically years and years ago it was always said that you know promotions from all over the world would never work with each other because one reason or another but then you have AEW, impact uh new japan and uh AAA. a and you know they're starting to work with each other yeah. and like literally there is something for everybody it doesn't matter what type of wrestling you like uh, you know, if you're like one of the cornet fanboys and you like the old school <laughs> style, if you know, like, uh, like what is it? NWA uh, Power. Yes. You know, and that, like, to be perfectly honest, even that is great. Like, yeah. uh, like uh, you know, I grew up with like Lucha Libre, but like NWA Power Man, like a lot of those matches are top quality. And then you know, again, you get like I just said, Lucha Libre. You got AAA, CMLL. You have uh, you know, Strong Style out in Japan. And then you have, I'm not trying to diss it, but you have WWE's <laughs> <laughs> uh, product, yeah. which it has its highs and lows. Yeah. And then you have AEW, which, what, they're in their second year now. Yeah. They really, really have, like, they, they've hit their stride. Whether people love them or hate them, they have made an impact. Yeah, <laughs> Funny I'll, enough, I'll impact. Yeah, you know they they have definitely made an impact. Um, you know, remember there were so many people that were like, "Oh, they're not even going to last a year." And look, mm-hmm. they're over here. We literally just had a New Japan belt change hands last week on AEW. What's the audience? in front of an audience yeah. after a year of no audiences like that? That says something because yeah. New Japan is very protective of their belts.
0: Very. Oh, I, yeah. I've seen that firsthand through you. You, you kind of introduced me to <laughs> man wrestling, so I've seen how how much work goes into a belt transition in that organization. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing for me, uh, I fell out of like wrestling 15, 16 years ago. Uh, once The Rock left and it was turned to this new era, and Cena came, I just felt that I just wasn't too invested in uh, I just had to move on. It just kind of just And I'd say, I'd say probably anime probably took over that spot and kind of got into the cosplay community and doing all this other stuff. And I just forgot about wrestling. And then 2019, 2019, Jonathan, Jonathan, the uh, movie destroyer on here, and my boy Steven brought me to my first wrestling event I've ever been to. And that was AEW Dynamite in DC, the very first show. And I have never heard. People so loud, so pumped up. The energy was amazing. You know, it was good to see Jericho because I'm like, I know, at least I know who Jericho is, and <laughs> it just brought me back to. I started having these feelings, and then the dark after matches were great. And just one thing I give AEW props is their wrestlers are just regular people. Yeah, I mean, they talk. I talk to them online. I've met them in person, and they always respond, and they always make time for you. I'm not trying to say other promotions don't do that as well, but I've seen it more in AEW. And for me, personally, I've only been WWE and WCW back in the day, and a little bit, sprinkle a little bit of ECW in there. But now I'm like, I'm watching everything. And, you know, I'm I'm totally amazed by how much is going on. And one thing I love is that outside of WWE, all the other promotions, their storylines are going across all the promotions together. It's not like, okay, if I'm going to watch Impact or NWA today, it's not going to have an effect on Dynamite tomorrow. And it has a humongous effect on Dynamite. So, and I saw that with GC. I to see that now with GCW. These storylines are transcending promotions and building stories in other, other organizations. I absolutely love it. So if you don't watch other promotions, you're going to miss out when people jump out at you. So.
1: We're getting a wrestling shared universe. It's, it's the best
0: time. It's I've never seen. I mean, just crossovers everywhere, man. It's just it's so much for me to take in because I'm like now I'm trying to learn, and it seems like New Japan wrestling, which you got me into, it seems to be that fold is what's creating is the center of the universe. It seemed like because people did wasn't in WWE, they went to New Japan, and then now they spread out to so many different locations and promotions that everybody wants to be friends again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I love it, man. Um, and thank you for you know, even though I had the AEW experience, you've really pushed me on in New Japan wrestling. And I watched a lot of Ma- Moxley matches. I went back to watch the Kenny matches and the Jericho matches, and I watched stuff live too. So it was just seeing that stuff come to fruition and make an impact on the wrestling world is just great.
1: Well, uh, you know, I'm glad I could be the gateway drug for you for yeah. that.
0: Uh, uh, one, thing, do you do? one thing, one thing—you definitely keep me honest, so I appreciate that. So, uh, you know, like I said, it's what a ride right now in the uh, wrestling community. It's a great ride. So, but I want to ask you some questions too because you're one of the most knowledgeable people I know when it comes to wrestling. Uh, you definitely know your shit. So, uh, so we're in the state of wrestling right now, and AEW has these belts, and you and I we talk about quite frequently. And these belts really don't change hands. They really don't get a lot of love especially on the men's side. On the women's side, probably a little bit more. Uh, But I want to ask you, I want to ask you who can take these belts from these particular people in your mind? Because AEW has a hell of a roster. Probably one of the best put together rosters I've ever seen. But I'm worried that there isn't talent to beat the people who actually have the belts at the moment. So I'm going to start off with the big one and I'll work my way down. And this is hard because this is the belt collector, Kenny Omega. Is there anybody in AEW right now that can go pound to pound and actually beat
1: this man in the ring? Okay, so... This, this is a little bit of a, like a weird loaded question for me because first and foremost, uh, regardless of how people feel about Kenny Omega in the ring, he's good. He can, he can do some stuff that most yeah. people can never be able to do, whether whoever's watching this, whether you believe it or not. Uh, hey, that, that's up to you yeah. but uh, Kenny like take for example the the long drawn out story that they're doing with him and Adam Page yeah. uh, you know the, the whole leading up to the vote if they actually do get a one on one match to be perfectly honest Page has to lose yes. He has to lose because of the fact that you want to make Page this super baby face this the baby face that you are rooting for doesn't matter if he's drunk cowboy shit or whatever like you are rooting for this yeah. guy 100 percent. so he's got to lose that first time and you know because again tragic hero everybody loves it um but with that being said anybody else on the roster um i mean there, there's like wrestlers that i could say and it's kind of like uh my fan casting whatever yeah. uh, no the fan booking sorry fan booking. uh fan booking um you know you got people like uh i'll go ahead and say it you got jericho you got moxley you yeah. you got jungle boy um pock you know both phoenix and penta yeah you you got a whole bunch of names the problem is how do you pick one and and make it make it viable make it make it believable and make it uh, you know like okay this is what fans want and like you said they they have a roster not only do they have a roster but again because everybody is like working together now how do we know that it's going to be somebody from AEW that beats them and takes that though it could be you know it could be somebody from New Japan like you know Freaking uh Naito and uh Sonata, they just lost their tag belts last night. So, and Naito apparently has been one of the guys from New Japan that definitely wants to come over and work at AEW, do some matches there. So, it could be him, it could be Nick Gage. I mean, come on, yeah, AEW just pissed off a good portion of their fan base by letting that, <laughs> get that belt. So, maybe yeah. Nick Gage goes after the because remember, uh, like a week or so ago. He had he had outright challenged Kenny. Yeah. But you know, but if I were going to put um you know, long long story short, uh yeah. answering your question, I would outright say, um it this is this is gonna be like a little bit of a okay. cheat. Go for it, Andrade. man. Shoot, 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 uh, <laughs> I would say Andrade. This is why. Wow. Uh th- this is actually why because of the fact that Kenny also has the AAA a belt. Okay. So, if Andrade were to somehow beat him and take the AEW belt, that is like the biggest slap to the face, because it's like, oh yeah, Kenny, you know, you have the AAA a belt, you're not doing anything with it. Look, I came in, I told you I'm gonna get that belt from you, but before I take the AAA a belt, I just took your AEW belt. I... Yeah. Mm, that is,
0: I didn't think about that. I'm, Andrade, what I saw from last week, I can vouch for that pick. He's ready. He may not have the ring ability, but his persona and what he's going to bring to AEW, oh, he's due for he's due for big time. Yeah, just, he's, he's due for. I'm just his charisma, the way he looks, everything that he, the way he presents himself. You know he's going to be successful. He he, he presents himself in that way. Oh man, that, that, man, that's a good one. I, I didn't even think about that. I mean, from a promotional standpoint, you would want Andrade as your um, as your as your face. I mean, he. I mean, he has that. He has everything he needs to get it done. I'm just like, like you said, I can't think of anybody in this promotion right now, to be honest, that can actually beat Kenny pound for pound in the ring, Jungle Boy is probably a good one because the Jungle Boy yeah. match is probably Kenny's best match that I've seen in AEW. Like, Yeah, that, that match matches,
1: surprised a lot of people.
0: Yeah, um, props to Jungle Boy. I just, if he ever sees this, my God, I was there live. I have never seen wrestling like that. Like, Jungle Boy put on a show and there was no way you could tell. I think the kid's only like 24.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's there to I mean,
0: uh, and then, you know, and this is the only issue with AEW. He had that match, and then now they kind of buried him again. So he got to work his way back up. And I'm like, you got, I don't know what to do with AEW because it's like, do you keep giving him primetime matches or do you kind of showcase the other talent? And hopefully the Rampage shows allows them to kind of do more with the roster. Because, like, I really like Jungle Boy now. And I think that. He he's a crowd favorite and you know, i think he just i, I had to get somebody the championship in jungle boy just for the fact that he gave kenny a show
1: yeah so yeah um like actually speaking about jungle Boy real quick i kind of think they are gonna do something with him and christian because yeah. after the match with hardy when luchasaurus had him on the christian on the shoulder yes yeah. Jungle Boy was looking at him kind of weird and even JR kind of made a, a little reference to it and I was like oh y'all thought I didn't hear, hear that I heard that I'm paying attention I'm taking notes and to me see that, that that's the one thing I know people are like oh AEW it's just nothing but you know WWE people it's like of course because they are veterans Yeah, this is how you use them exactly. Christian, first of all Christian and Matt's match, match. Way holy better, shit, than dude. Was. I I hate to keep using shit,
0: but holy shit, dude! That match, <laughs> dude. I know I needed this match, but wow, they both got in shape for it, and they looked
1: fantastic. Exactly. Man, like, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna point out that, like, yeah, they they went in, they they pulled out everything. Because let's be realistic; we all know they're they're much older now. Their bodies have yeah so much, but they pulled out what their bodies are allowing them to be. Yeah, yeah. And it looked great. Yes. And um, see, now the great thing about that is that feud, that match, even if it's just like a one-off match, that didn't affect anybody else. Nothing. That was literally like, hey, all you fans, you loved them when you were kids. Guess what? We have them here. We're giving you a match. for them. And that match could have easily been on a pay-per-view card. Yeah, it could it, have it was, been on a pay-per-view card, but no, they gave it to you on Dynamite. Well, I mean, you know, uh, what was yeah. it? Uh Fighter Fest Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like Fighter Fest. But um, you know, but like I was saying though, AEW, regardless of what people think, they know how to use the veterans because now if they do run with uh Christian and Jungle Boy, even if Christian beats Jungle Boy jungle boy is about to have some amazing matches with it yeah and it's just gonna oh, build man. his dog and so um uh you know sorry to go on a little tangent no, jungle boy, too, but man, that, please but that's definitely why i could see him in contention for the belt yeah. uh and again that, the thing is, is like there's so many like like you've said already they have so many people and i remember uh back when um the pandemic really when it was on lockdown and we were really starting to talk about it and one of the things we kept pointing out is they have a good roster they have a great roster but they don't get to utilize everybody and no. you know you got to figure out something and thank god they did not do a three-hour show uh they just went for you know uh rampage yeah. starting what next month yeah um, next month. yeah you know so Hopefully, like you said, that will alleviate some of that that uh yeah. that that's you know that over saturation and get, yeah. even if they do like like uh like old days where there's a core set of wrestlers that are on rampage, there's a core set of wrestlers on dynamite, um kind of like how dark yeah dark and dark elevation, both of them they they already have it's kind of like each. One has its own roster. I know yeah. people would say, well, NXT, same thing. It's like, yeah, you, get right, it. Right, it, right, you right, know, right. it's not new. It's it's not a new thing, but it does actually help. It does help like alleviate all of that. Like, okay, we got like 50 people. We got two hours. How are we going to get all of them in? But, crap, we can't. You got enough shows, you can do it. I mean, the, the quality of the YouTube shows, Dark and Dark Elevation, like it's really, really starting to get to where like, yo, you could show this on TV. Yeah, me, me personally? I, you may people may
0: think I'm weird, and I'm gonna say this and you can put me on record. I enjoy dark elevation than I'm than I do dynamite. I love dark elevation because it's 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 some of these are dream matches. Like they just throw random matches in there, but it's some of most of the time it's name versus name. There's a there's like two or three wash matches, but it's like dark order versus this tag team. This tag team, you know, the varsity wands versus private party. Like these are like names so it's just, it's just crazy how I'm sitting and I'm like elevation really brings it. dark Dark has its up and downs but elevation like Paul White is doing an amazing job with these bookings because these are matches that I can watch that should be on Dynamite and it's unfortunate at least the great thing now is that they're taping dark and dark elevation before and after Dynamite when they're on the road so at least they have the stable there to create quality matches so that's pretty fun though
1: yeah, yeah, so I,
0: I, I agree. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna move on to the next. So, this this guy is probably one of my favorites, and I'm so happy he's in AEW. Um, I love the guy to death, you know. It's unfortunate what happened in WWE, but I'm not gonna turn this into a WWE bashing vlog, podcast, video, whatever you want to call it. Um, I absolutely love everything about Miro best man, God's champion. He is God's champion. Yeah. He, he changed the belt to match his liking. I love everything about this cat from start to finish. And I'm so happy he's here. He can create his own storylines. But I want to ask you, this dude is so dominating in the ring and so amazing. You know, he literally beat the shit out of Archer. Like, it wasn't even called for how bad he did Archer. That wasn't even right. But, you know, I'll say, I, yeah, excluding Moxley and Hangman and Kenny who were kind of like in that heavyweight championship area. Uh, who do you think, should beat Miro, or who could beat
1: Miro in the ring? Cage. Who? Cage? Uh, Brian, Brian Cage? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reason why is, um, okay, so when I was younger, I always remember pay-per-views. You had your belt matches, and then you had like your, your uh, grudge matches, but you always had like one... I guess you call it like a super heavyweight match. Yeah, It was like the biggest, bulkiest dude going against another. And I know that's weird because like in the 80s, they were all big and bulky, but you know, I'm talking about like the ones where they're like, oh my God, it's the unstoppable force versus the immovable object type thing. And it's like, to me, like, uh, AEW, right now they have the ability to do that because they got Hobbs, they got Cage, they got Miro, they got Archer, they got uh, um, they got oh Cesar,
0: Palum- was it Cesar? Cesar's oh, yeah, yeah, Cesar Cesar Beno-
1: uh, Benoni. They yeah. also have uh, uh the, the dude that's rolling around with um, um,
0: okay kind of, uh,
1: Who? yeah, Nick Colorado, yeah. Oh, congratulations yeah.
0: to Nick! He just got a uh, he just engaged his girl at Maryland Championship Wrestling this weekend. Oh, nice! Yeah, she's a and He came down for the uh, the varsity wands match, and then proposed to his girl. I think right after the match.
1: Oh, cool! Yeah. I'm pretty sure there'll be a video up in like you know yeah. <laughs> next day or so. But um, no, but yeah, you know you have like all of those big powerhouses. So if Miro has his belt. Why not do that? Why not make it to where like, yo, you want Miro to be dominant, then then have him take on all of these big dudes and yeah. just kind of make it like, just let them like, you know, Kong version Godzilla, just just <laughs> let them fight, just let them fight, let them go. Trust me, the fans, especially the audience, they will eat that up. They they will eat that up. They will because because you know you're just seeing like. Yo, what the throwing homie across the way? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Uh, when he had his matches with uh, Darby Allen, yeah. they were good. They, yeah. they were really yeah. good. You know, because because Darby, I mean, dude, homie's a trained stuntman. He yeah. he can make he, he can make anybody look good because That's he's willing will, to will, will, like kill himself. Um, but at a certain point in time, there's like that. What is it called? Like the suspension of disbelief, where like. Yo, if you're having Miro fight all these dudes that clearly look a weight class smaller, yeah, how much longer before we're just like, uh yeah, we know he's gonna win this one? Yeah, like even you know, like the only way he's not winning this is because homie can cheat or something. But when you have like honestly, if not Cage, Hobbs, you get them in the room, it's one of those things where you're like, Oh, oh damn, who uh who's winning?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I That is a good pick. I think Brian Cage is probably the most talented heavyweight person they have. Like his agility, his his technique. He's an amazing wrestler. Like I I mean, he literally looks like a butterfly. Like he's like all the. I told my family like has, like tippy toes because it's like he moves so quickly and he's so agile and he gets his leg up so high. Everybody, you can laugh at my um (laughs) background, man. So I'll, I'll I'll do intermission soon to fix that so people don't laugh at me anymore. more. Um, <laughs> but my pick, honestly, and this is what I'm kind of hoping happens. So as you all are aware, AEW is going to New York City in September. You know, kind of a shot at WWE in a sense. Um, they sold out within 30 minutes. Great job, Con Family. Great job, marketing promotions. Great job getting that, making that happen. This is a big show, as you know, a lot of wrestlers are from the NY area, um, up and down, New Jersey, New York, you know, further north, a lot of them are from the area. So there's gonna be a lot of, there's a lot of things that are gonna happen there and I'm waiting for the hype. It's probably gonna be the loudest and probably most, the biggest spectacle, we're probably gonna get AEW. But I think it's time for the New York wrestlers to shine. And I would really like, if they set this up, I would like Kingston, to fight Nero, and they give Kingston the belt in New York. They would, oh, oh my, can you imagine? Can you imagine how loud? Like, the internet would probably break. It would just be so loud, and everybody in New York would lose it, and he just closes out the show. Oh, hell yeah. Like,
1: yeah, you, you give him that belt in New York, Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Jesus. I mean, that the the only thing in like in my opinion, outside of like the rumored Houston sign, Kingston winning in New York, and uh, uh Proud and Powerful winning the belts in New York. So there we go. That that would that right there, like yeah. yo, that the, you're breaking the internet. Yeah, so that right there, there we go. And so we'll we, we'll go
0: ahead and go into the two subjects. So that's my that's my next one. Who who, who should take the tag team belts? off of the young bucks, and proud and powerful should do that at new york as well give the people what they want they pay money this is your biggest event Give new york make new york the most trending thing on the internet that all the belts went to new york wrestlers outside of the championship though and just make the internet and just i mean you would dominate the city of new york like forever it is yours now it's no longer wwe's and it's yours and Proud and Powerful is my answer, and I'm sure it's your answer too.
1: Oh yeah. I mean,
0: uh, the, for the next the question.
1: Only, <laughs> the, <laughs> the only other uh tag team that I would say um that I could say outside of Proud and Powerful, hands down, uh uh Phoenix and, and Penta.
0: Long, why, long overdue.
1: Long overdue. Yeah. Uh re- reason why. Uh during quarantine, let's let's be real. Uh, Proud and Powerful, they were there. I mean, dude, the street fight with uh, Best Friends was still like one of the best street fights uh, we got during that era. Um, Then, you know, Penta and Phoenix, I mean, dude, they have history with the Young Bucks. And you know, every time they pull off the mask, like, trust me, they're not forgetting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're not forgetting. (laughs) So, and then it's like you do that and it would be A great
0: everybody, see my
1: butt. Sorry, you talk about butt, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so either one would be great because then, like, if Proud and Powerful wins, they already have a feud building with um FTR uh, FTR, and honestly, like, FTR wasn't always, I, I never really always liked them all that much, but man, now. Yeah. This feud that they're having is so good. Like I am actually invested.
0: I'm mad that they lost the belt so quickly. Cause yeah. they, they came in and they they felt like the best tag team. They felt great. They looked the part. And the fact the match they have the Young Bucks, my goodness, like uh what's his name? Uh was it Dax Wheeler. That's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he put his body on the line. He literally flew over the ring out of bounds. He literally jumped over the top banister, flew over the ring, straight to the ground. This guy, they put their bodies on the line for that match, and they put on an amazing show against Young Bucks. And I was i was so mad that, they, that the uh, belts changed hands. I was like, come on, Young Bucks. I don't need the belts right now. You don't need them. Yeah. You don't need them. Yeah, everybody no, no, everybody I knows you're the best. Like, you're, you're the vice president, and I understand what you're trying to do, but. Come on, come on. There's, uh, there's other people. There's other tag teams. And let me say this. This is the last thing I'm going to say about tag teams. <laughs> Hands down, best tag team division ever. And I wish every single tag team in the division could get the belt in AEW. Every, I love every single tag team. There's not a tag team that I don't like in AEW. I love every single one. And I wish them the best. And I wish all of them could win gold at some point. I have nothing to mm. say. Nothing. I love it. And it's sad because it's like the sing the singles matches are kind of like, yeah, but tag team matches, like there's so many that I love. And it's like I just can't pick one that, you know, Proud and Powerful is probably that one, but it's like, I love Private Party. It's not their time yet. I love um the acclaim. I loved every I love
1: everything about them. Dude, they they are so good, man. Like I, I remember when they came out and you know, he's he's doing his little freestyle and people are like, oh, he's a John Cena knockoff. Yeah. And then they finally let him say what he saying, and you're like, no. Yo. I'm mean, like, every episode, I'm like, yo, time out. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those like, <laughs> yo, who how somebody getting fined for that? But you, I don't even saw what happened. Moxie put on
0: the podcast about that. Uh, he said that he made sure during the match that he took extra hits, that he hit them a certain way, and he made sure that they felt it. So next, because he was not prepared for what they were going to say, and neither yeah, was exactly. his wife. And he he took offense. His wife said, "I don't really don't care." But he said he made sure that they were
1: hurting after the match. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I mean, dude, that that one, I will like. Don't get me wrong. They're 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 entertaining. First and foremost, they're very entertaining. Yes. But that one particularly, I like. I don't. I'm pretty sure there's no like like real life heat between them. But man, that one—he really, really was yeah, in. If you went with, in, um, Moxley, and and, and and you know you're sitting there watching it, and you're like, "This kid's gonna die." Yo, Moxley's facial expression—I was like,
0: I was like, "Oh shit, it's about to get real." Like somebody's gonna. Really yeah, I, w- I was
1: like, I was like, "Uh, they, he's about to die because Moxley really didn't look like he knew that was coming." Yeah,
0: the other, the other time they overstep is the cheerleader on Varsity Blondes. bruh. Yeah. Yo, they overstepped. They brought the bread out and, and they just, I was like, <laughs> y'all, y'all just don't have no cut car. Yo, they go in on Biden. They go in on Trump. They'll go on the cities. Like, they just, they are so built for the heel industry in tag teams. Like, it's just, just is built for it. Like, I, I oh, yeah. really
1: love no, 100%, it. 100%. Right. I, I absolutely
0: love it, man. Give them up. So, Moving on to my uh, my last topic for belts, and this is one that I'm like, yeah, I wish there was more belts for me to talk about, but unfortunately in AEW, there's no belts to talk about except so three.
1: Trios belts, just give us a damn trios yeah. belts and let Death Triangle have them. Damn it.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, they had us at they had they had us at that tease for that inner intergender belt, and that you know, I was kind of hoping that maybe Kenny and Rio was going to do. If it wasn't for the pandemic, I think things will
1: probably want a different, different I agree. way. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the pandemic kind of made them have to alter some plans and whether those plans are completely gone or it's like, well, wait, we just got to wait yeah. and we'll bring those out. Because I remember you and I would talk about it all the time and we were yeah. reading stuff online about how, you know, that belt, there's been rumors like since day one of the trio's tag belts. Uh, there was even... Um, uh, uh I, something a rumor about like apparently like a hardcore belt.
0: Yeah, oh, that, that's oh, long overdue. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the IGWP belt, just the hardcore belt. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh man, so get into this belt. So, pro- probably my favorite woman's wrestler next to Ty Conti at the moment, but Doctor Britt Baker, D. M. D. I hope I did the M right. I'm gonna go back and watch this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's even a like like D M D. you're watching Disney Channel, you know? So. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, she's got to do that at least yo, once on camera. <laughs> yo, the fact that she had Creed on there from uh, Cobra Kai at one time, like I, I love everything about Britt Baker, man. <laughs> the pandemic did her justice, and she changed her whole persona to be what AEW need to move forward for the women's division. And now starting to build up. Now you you even saw today, you know, you brought to my attention. You talked about Amy soccer is coming back. You got Rio back. Thunder Rosa is officially all elite. Finally. So I'm happy about that. Um, But Britt Baker. Who, I mean, right now, who do you give the belt to over Britt Baker? She's like the hottest thing right now. Like, I mean, AEW pretty much like she, Women's division is kind of a still a a project, a
1: work in progress. Yeah, yeah, they're they're getting there. They're they're getting there.
0: But like, I don't think I would give take her a belt away anytime soon. But who could actually take it and still run with it?
1: Uh, well, well, my pick is gonna be your your favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, you're gonna go ahead and say swole. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Or um, gonna be yeah, out I'm of kidding. a
0: job. <laughs> swole, angle. I I don't I don't see <laughs> swole making it to end of the year. Man, i will be totally honest, but that's a whole another topic.
1: Yeah. Uh No, um uh, you know, honestly, uh, I, I like the fact that, like, just real quick, slow I, I don't hate her. I, as a matter of fact, I think she's great on Dark, because yeah. I think that's where she's been able to really work on her stuff. um But in regards to the whole Brett Baker thing, like, I, I'm not, like, that big of a fan. I don't hate her, 100%, 100%. I don't hate her. I'm just, like, not that big of a fan. But I will say her having the belt makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Um, I definitely, definitely think she is not losing that belt outside of one of the big pay-per-view events. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anytime she has a match on the dynamite, she's not losing that belt. It's not, nah, it's not well, it, it'll it'll be it'll be extremely close, but she always, you know, holds on to it. But um if I had to uh like pick um. Honestly, I'm, I'm looking out the window for inspiration. Um. Honestly, I'm gonna have to give it to Rosa, just that's because that's that cool. that's the feud. That that's the. I mean that that hardcore match they had. I mean, that's one was, yeah. was back. Yeah, this one was back. Like th- this, their their feud is basically the the AEW women's division version of like The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah, that's that's basically what that is, uh, you know, and and like trust me, like people are hella excited that that Thunder Rosa is now officially signed with AEW. She's got a fan base, like you know, right now, is she- Brit is the hot commodity. We all yeah. know it, so so you, it, it's hard to fight against uh, what the fans like. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna run with it, but um, yeah, I I would say Rosa. Um, I, I mean, I know we've talked about it before, but, like, man, they, they, they need to get some type of other belt for the women's division. Like I mean, they, they, they yeah. did that
0: crappy metal thing for the tag team Royale yeah. thing they did. I was there, That went nowhere. And poor Diamante, like, her, her part, yeah. they, they, they did work. And they didn't get nothing in return except sit on the background. Like, they didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, so, like, they, they definitely need something because... The only problem, and again, it's kind of like what we were saying at the very beginning of all this, it's like that oversaturation. You got a lot of women there. You got a lot of women that are showing potential. To be honest, I'd also say that by now, had she not gotten injured, Anna J would be heavily in contention for it because Anna J, she was putting in the work. Her matches had started getting significantly better. Yeah. And the fact that like I mean, all you know. Uh, granted, it's more co- comedic than anything else, but like on um, BTE, Dark uh, Dark Order, Dark order was, I mean... is the most over thing on BTE, and her always being there, being like the voice of reason for a bunch of idiots. <laughs> like, dude, people people were eating that up. And, she go at on Sue
0: Grayson, man.
1: You she know, was like, exactly. like hell, man.
0: So, um, so th- that's why it's like, yeah. like Anna J would be one. She would have been them. Um, I actually saw her this weekend. The thing about Anna Jay is, she, like, she looks healthy. Looks she's ready to go. But the her issue, she lost so much weight. She is so tiny. And I'm just like, she can't get in the ring being that brave. That's how I look at Chris Statlander right now, too. Chris Statlander, Chris Statlander, she lost, like, all her weight. And I'm yeah. like, it, it looks like it's affecting her wrestling. Like, she doesn't have that same power and ferocity as she had before. You know, I know she still has the leg injury, but I'm just like Chris Statlander, somebody gotta, just got to
1: readjust. You know, like because yeah. um, Chris yeah, Chris Statlander was
0: me. Chris Statlander, who I thought was going to win the championship before she got injured. Because I yeah. thought Chris, yeah. she was trending like Chris was the hottest thing in women's wrestling, in uh, AEW wrestling. Like Chris Statlander was beating everybody, quality matches, and then, but um. I am excited because you know what's coming. Because after the Nyla, Nyla Rose match, you know who's the next contender, all right? Ty Conti. Uh, Ty Conti is oh, yeah. number two. It will come out this week. And, oh, dude, they're going to slice this one up. This has to be an all out. Don't put this on dynamite. Yeah. Don't put it on dynamite. Pay per view, I need Conti versus Britt because, man, their styles are going to match up so well. I'm so excited for this.
1: Yeah, and, and Conti, dude, like, she. My Ooh. God, she massively improved all all around. And and like when when you think about it and, and kinda of mess up to say this, but you know, something you have to keep in mind like when it comes to wrestling and women's wrestling, uh she has the look. Yes. She has the look of it, like, you know, especially with her, like her background in what is it, judo? Uh um, oh, oh,
0: cause uh oh, Jitsu. Because it's really Brazilian Jitsu, I think, yeah. You
1: know. Like, you know, she has that overall look. She, she, it's like, like she can kick your ass. Yeah. And, and smile about it later. Yeah, and, yeah, and smile <laughs> about it. And you're just like, I don't know whether to be mad or or, or cool with this. Because like her, her match, at like, uh, know, what was it? The match she had with Sheeta, like, damn, dude. That, yeah. that. Match she, had because, she, match she had with
0: Nyla. She actually had with Nyla during the, um, the women's uh tournament. Holy man. She not let her just whoop up on her for a long I mean, I'm surprised Ty lost. I mean, it's not like Rose, though. But Ty was given now the business.
1: Oh, yeah. No, like, honestly, like, like it's just a massive improvement. I mean, but even with that being said, I, I'd still have to give it to Rosa only because yeah. uh, Britt and Rosa's feud, nothing is going to top that in the women's division. No. Right now. Not nothing, not. nothing can top of that. You know, the only other, the, the only other person that probably could take the belt from Britt, but then you got to kind of figure: would she be a face or a heel? Would be a uh, uh, Deeb. Yeah, if, the thing with Deeb is, I, I think she's
0: next to get to be signed to All Elite. You know, neither her or Rosa had had the belt anymore in NWA. So I'm like, yeah, they're both probably looking to exit out. AEW is their ticket. Deeb is. I would say this right now. Deeb is probably the best women's wrestler I've probably ever seen. Deeb is so talented. Like what I saw her do the other day, she slammed one girl and wrapped the other girl in an arm in an arm leg wrap and flipped the girl and was doing a suplex pin. And she so she literally had somebody suplexed for the three count and had the other girl's arm wrapped around her leg for the um, a submission holder. I'm submission. like, I said, like, hold up! Like she is. I've never <laughs> seen something like this. Deeb is. It was really amazing. Uh, yeah, um, last thing we say about the women's thing is, uh, I know we brought up Ty Conti. She's an amazing person. Uh, I'm happy she did the shout out for you. Sorry, I missed the <laughs> first second of it, but uh, she was excited to do it. Great person. Uh, always smiles. She's actually, you know, even though we got her, um, you know, her photo op, she sat there and talked to us for a while. We wrapped. She was so nice and. Uh, Alan Angel's girlfriend was there, too, and she was really nice, too. She wrestles as well, and Naked One was there, but Ty Conti, she just always upbeat. She was so nice and sweet to myself and my
1: daughter, and, you know, she like, oh, I wish you were here, Jose! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that that was awesome. Yeah. I, was, I was like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so,
0: and this is another thing before we go to our last topic, uh, because, you know, we talked about this. I know I, I go to a lot of AEW events, but when they, when they come to Nevada or they come to California, I'm on first-class ticket, come to see you, bro. We're gonna go, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this.
1: We, we're gonna be in the front row, they're gonna see us on TV. <laughs> You're gonna see in the news later, uh, two people had to be escorted out of uh, AEW Dynamite taping.
0: Or <laughs> I don't even care, man, it'll, it'll be well worth it. Dude, it, when, when it happens on your side of the uh, country, we are so like I'm dropping the money man. We we we're going to do a big that weekend. Yeah. Okay, welcome back everybody on Top Trio. We're wrapping this up. Um this is Jose, my great friends, uh very knowledgeable in the wrestling world, um uh, brought me on to a lot. Appreciate you, bro. So, last topic is I don't know if you've been on a rock or if and maybe you were out busy this weekend and you didn't hear the news. I'll wait till I see it, but it seemed like things are trending in the direction to where two big names when you come to AEW. And if that, if that really the happens... Stone Cold. What happened? The Rock and Stone Cold, yeah. The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah, so everybody, the Rock and Stone Cold come to AEW. You heard it first on Top Trio. Breaking news. It's happening. Oh, my God. And they're going to wrestle, too. And they're gonna they're not gonna be part timers, they're not gonna come here and wrestle once a year or have a loud pop and go back to movies, they're actually gonna wrestle on dynamite, not even pay-per-view, no. <laughs> so <laughs> oh man, so uh yeah, that's a good one. So um I, I don't know if they're gonna go by their slave names, or they to go by actual different names, but uh Daniel Bryant and CM Punk. The CM Punk one, I'm really shocked about. But how do you feel about all this?
1: Uh, So I'll be honest, I was never a super huge fan of either of them. Yeah. I, and I know every time somebody says that, it, it, it like the world stops like, none me, but it's more so a thing of like, uh, I have just really was never like a super huge fan I know how great they are yeah uh so to be perfectly honest even with that all being said i mean this is huge anybody it it doesn't matter what promotion you follow uh what what you feel about wrestling i mean this is getting reported on just about any news site i've I've seen like comic oriented news sites commenting on this and, and reporting about it uh movie news sites are, are doing the same thing yeah. uh you know like so so you know it's something yeah. when you have people outside of your universe talking about it i mean obviously this has been uh you know people have been wanting this for well people have been wanting seeing Punk back in wrestling pretty much since the day he left So uh, that dude got fired on his wedding day, dude. Yeah, that was that was (laughs) messed up. Wedding day. But uh, you know that, and then uh, Daniel Bryan, pretty much once he started talking about how he wanted to go wrestle in Japan and this and the other, you know, everybody started like, oh wait, wait, he wants to go wrestle in Japan. Yeah. What promotion right here is working with Japan? You know, AEW. And honestly, dude, like it, it makes sense. It, yeah. it makes so much sense. You bring them in. I mean, yes, you're going to have so many haters, but then those haters are still going to watch. Yeah. So those, the gonna haters want to say,
0: yeah. I'm not watching that crap. They all they got all WWE wrestlers over there. They just doing the same thing WCW did. And they'll be the first people to watch it and not tell nobody. about it. Hey, I watched that episode. It was all right.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You and, know, the inner child is like,
1: oh, my God, I didn't see him punk, you know? Yeah, especially too with the rumors being that like, you know, Punk might show up in Chicago. First of all, yeah. that happens. I mean, I know earlier we were talking about Kingston getting a yeah. pop. Punk shows up in Chicago. I mean, that, that know, whole city shutting down. You can't even
0: see my arm and I had to close in when I did, edited the video. But yeah. I got goosebumps thinking about him just showing <laughs> up at All Out, like
1: that's just... And then, uh, you know, Brian uh, Daniel Bryan, the, the rumor about what, it, it's called Grand Slam yeah yeah and it's in the, it's the uh, the New York show yeah the New York show and the that TV show shows. just I'm
0: gonna tell you like that is the show if anybody had to get to an AEW show I'm sure that's a show you probably need to go to that's yeah. that is going to be I am sure they're going to that's the time when you just all your ideas and all your planning this is the payoff there's no second oh let's go to north Carolina tomorrow and fix this well, let's go to Texas tomorrow and fix this with California. No, this is, this is it. This is the end game. This is the rest of your company forever. This is the one yeah. you have to get right. No botches, no electrical issues. It has to be perfect. No sparklers. Yeah, no sparklers. <laughs> Tony didn't even pay those folks.
1: <laughs> I, wouldn't either. I would not have either. I'm just being real.
0: Like, yeah. dude, you have one job. Yo, props to Kingston for not breaking character and breaking the story. <laughs> I, he, he, I was like, Kingston is the best, man. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm excited. Like, I wasn't really there for the CM Punk and Daniel Bryan era. I kind of came in, in the last two years. I knew who they were. I knew the CM Punk, CM Punk was. All my friends were like, yeah, CM Punk did this. And anytime anybody sticks up to McMahon, I kind of try to watch the videos. Um, I, I you know, and then I know him through Tommy, you know, Jason David Frank because he wanted to fight him, and you know, inside yeah. age It never, <laughs> never transpired and got it working
1: anything. I don't... Hey, hey, AEW is all about crossovers, so it might happen now. I'm just saying, dude. Let me tell you, <laughs> you get you get Jason David Frank to wrestle CM
0: Well, i guess what? AEW is doing MMA matches now, so you never know.
1: Exactly, like it, it's possible. Yeah. So, know?
0: but. Um, I'm excited because I know, I know what it means for the wrestling world. And like I said earlier in the show, and I'll kind of wrap this up. And I, you kind of said the same thing. This is the greatest time for wrestling outside of the attitude area and the, the Monday Night Wars. This is, um, like I have never seen so much, so many promotions. There's so much wrestling content on YouTube and throughout the week. Like anytime I go on YouTube and watch somebody's vlog, I can watch wrestling matches. GCW, MCW, AEW, Impact, you know, just, you know, WWE, just New Japan Wrestling. There's, I have, if I ever want to, want to watch wrestling, I can put it on right now. Even right now, Fight TV, they got the GCW Homecoming one right now. Yeah. So, part two. So, you know, it's, it's a great time. And just, I know people in WWE are not happy. I know people in AEW are not happy at WWE. But people need to realize it's all. Everything, everything's going on right now is good for the industry. The industry is booming. You know, people are like oh AEW, you know, WWE is losing money. AEW has to front the for this and this. Doesn't matter. If you're a wrestling fan and you're enjoying wrestling for what it is, I know a ton of people that came back through the AEW. I know a
1: ton yeah, of people in here. Yeah, I know. I know uh, so many people that yeah. they were like, I stopped years ago, but all of this brought yeah. me back, and I'm I'm digging it. And and the good thing is, is that it's not only bringing them back and, and getting them hooked to AEW. Yeah. It's, they come back in and then they're like, well, wait, what, what else is out there? And then, yeah, yeah, you show them GCW, you show them, you know, uh, New Japan, ROH, all of these other all ones. Of it, and then next thing you know, they're watching everything too. Or, or you know, they pick and choose what they want to watch. But the thing is, they're out there looking now. And that's, that that uh, at the end of the day, marks or not that's what the industry needed the industry needed it and this is this is the boom this is the thing that's gonna make sure that wrestling stays relevant I mean think about it wrestling stayed relevant through quarantine yes by giving us something to watch even though there were no audiences it was still something Something that to watch yeah it helped a lot of people live TV
0: was damn near impossible during the pandemic but the only thing that stayed constant, and I say this all the time, was wrestling. Wrestling stayed yep. constant and gave you something every week, and even on Saturdays and through pay-per-views, and you say sometimes on Fridays and other th- other platforms. It's just it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I love it for everybody. I love for all promotions. I'm not going to bash anybody. But it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally trying to watch everything. My wife was like, oh, who's this guy? I came on AEW, and I'm like, oh, that's Nick Cage. And then of course, GCW had their match this week with Nick Cage and Mark Fedona, and I was like, this is the guy who's gonna fight Jericho on Dynamite. She's like, holy crap. <laughs> she was like, yeah, and Jericho's doing the pain, the pain maker, so I'm like, okay, you know. So it's just like, you know, it's,
1: match. what'd you say? That that should be a really good match. Right? Oh, it, it's, it's, it's gonna be bloody.
0: Yeah. So, and um, of course, MJF is hilarious. Um, I guess this kid, probably in <laughs> high school, he posted on Twitter over the weekend, wow, I'm so excited for Nick Cage versus Jericho. I wonder who Jericho's going to fight next in the, in the, the Labors of Jericho uh, part three. MJS is like, like, you stupid mf He's like, he's not winning part two. <laughs> like, he's like There won't be a need for a part three. Oh, <laughs> it's like, he said, no, he's like nobody mf He's not gonna. He's not gonna beat uh, Nick Cage, and I was just like, MJF is just. I, I feel from this, because he ain't gonna be here sh- uh, for a short time, man. Once once his contract is up, I guarantee he's in WWE, man. I just feel like he he's ready. I just feel like he's ready. He wants more, and I I really feel that you know AEW is a, a great heel, but I think he. I hate to say this, and I don't want to take my AEW. I think in WWE he would be so beneficial. He's what they need to take that next level. I think he'd be a perfect heel over there. And just his interaction, him tone it down a bit because they're PG, but I think his interaction is what they need because they need somebody like that in, in WWE. I, yeah. I think it. I can see that. Yeah, I, 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 yeah he, he would be big time over there just for the fact people know who he is now. And then WWE will feel like they cashed in on a, a great product. And I think, like I said, it works for everybody. It sucks he will be AEW, but he's been very vocal about. His money flow when his contract is up, and he even went on Kingston and said, "Don't speak for everybody, at Kingston. Talk about WWE because I'm not that person. I, you know, I'm looking worried about my money. So, but I enjoy it. Thank you for coming on, man. I'm um, try to get you up another wrestling thing. I'm gonna try to try to do this consistently because, as you know, with Punk and uh, Dan Bryant coming soon, it it things are going to start trending and. I don't know if people don't know. AEW two weeks in a row has the number one show on cable, so
1: Yeah, yeah. Two two weeks straight, number one on Wednesday, uh, which is usually always like one of the more difficult days. And to... NBA was on. And NBA was on. Exactly. That's like the that's the key thing that it's like, yo, NBA's on. Like like I remember when they were having to adjust their days, you know, for uh yeah, NBA, right? Yeah. And, yeah
0: and, NBA. You know, they,
1: I mean they had to adjust their days because of the NBA. And and you know, People were like, "Oh, see, no, this this is all bad for them. This is all bad." Look, now the NBA is still going on, and they they beat them two (laughs) weeks in a row, and their momentum they're they're just keeping it going because they they (laughs) finally figured out how to advertise for their next show. Because (laughs) I remember it used to be one of those like, uh, you know, throughout the week you'd see like one match get announced like every day, and yeah. like uh, that's nice but like just give us the whole card let it let it be give us the whole thing you know and i'm 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 i'm
0: I'm here for the ride man i'm enjoying it i love i love you aew thank you for being nice to my family they for giving me content every every week thanks for being just great down to earth people thank you to all the other promotions as well who feed into that and don't feed in that still give me content as well Uh, wrestling is amazing right now for everybody the opportunity People know wrestling's fake. It is what it is. But there's there are some times where you have a line that says wrestling's fake, and then you have this line over top of it. Yeah. Where, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, there's some things, guys, that's going to make you squirm if you watch wrestling, especially if you get out of the WWE and some of the AEW stuff and you start watching the GCW stuff and the New Japan stuff. Your mind's going to start thinking other ways about how wrestling may not always be fake. <laughs>
1: So, yeah i mean it, it is true you know like because yeah. you're right we all we all know it's fake we we do we're yeah. not stupid that, that's like it's like going to watch uh you know a marvel movie and thinking it's real yeah. no it's not um uh, but you know that that still doesn't take from the fact that there's certain things that they do yeah. that you cannot fake that like like i always i always love how people are like um Oh, well, you know, if you get you get thrown off the top rope, you can land a certain way and it will hurt. <laughs> nah, no, <man>. it, will <laughs> hurt. it will always hurt.
0: I, I told I always tell people, I said, if you ever want to see if you ever if you ever question if wrestlings right, fake or not, a couple of things you can probably watch. Mankind versus Undertaker is one. You can watch Kenny versus Moxley at uh full gear is one of the most gut-wrenching yeah. matches I've ever seen in my life. I literally was there and I couldn't hold it. I, I almost threw up. It was so bad. <laughs> and seeing uh, Sammy, even though it was on board to the bottom, seeing Sammy get one wing angel, probably about three point to feet in the air by Kenny Omega. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. these dudes are putting their livelihood, their lives and stuff on the line, man. You gotta respect it, man. Say if you go to the circus, you go to a basketball game, sporting event, these guys are putting on the show for you, man. They're putting the bodies online. The show them that respect. So cool. Top Trio signing off. Thank you again, Jose, for being an amazing co host. Uh, Like I said, we'll get you on again, man. Much love to you. This is Top Trio signing off. Uh, How's that go? You know, uh, tip your waitress, kiss your mother, um, you know, get home safely. (laughs) Peace out. It was good to be here. Take it easy, man.